Feminist, a person who believes in the social, political, and economic equality of the sexes. Now here's a story from my childhood. When I was in primary school, my teacher said at the beginning of term that she would give the class a test, and whoever got the highest score would be the class monitor. Now, class monitor was a big deal. If you were a class monitor, you got to write down the names of noisemakers, <laughs> which was heady enough power on its own. But my teacher would also give you a cane to hold in your hand while you walked around and patrolled the class for noisemakers. Now, of course, you were not actually allowed to use the cane, but it was an exciting prospect for the nine-year-old me. I very much wanted to be the class monitor, and I got the highest score on the test. Then, to my surprise, my teacher said that the monitor had to be a boy. She had forgotten to make that clear earlier because she assumed it was obvious. <laughs> a boy had the second highest score on the test, and he would be monitor. Now, what was even more interesting about this is that the boy was a sweet, gentle soul who had no interest in patrolling the class with a cane, <laughs> while I was full of ambition <laughs> to do so. But I was female, and he was male, and so he became the class monitor. And I've never forgotten that incident. In this episode of Death and Numbers, part of a series for International Women's Day, we talk about Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie. This clip is from her TED Talk titled, We Should All Be Feminists, given in 2012, in which Adichie argues that feminism and gender equality should be topics of conversation. Born in 1977 in Ainugu, Nigeria, to an Igbo family, Adichie splits her time between Nigeria and the United States. Having moved to the U.S. at the age of 19 for university, she eventually completed a master's in creative writing at Johns Hopkins, as well as a master's in African studies from Yale. Raised in an intellectual family, her parents worked at the University of Nigeria. Her mother, Grace, was the first female registrar, and her father, James, was a professor of statistics. Although she grew up in this environment, the notion of feminism was not well-received in her community. As Adichie explains in her talk, she learned the term from a male friend and embraces it, in spite of its negative cultural connotations. Over time, she recognized the stigma attached to the word. Once her writing career became successful and she openly identified as a feminist, Adichie began receiving unsolicited advice, such as the warning by a journalist that feminists are women who are unhappy because they can't find husbands. A fellow Nigerian female academic informed her that feminism was not our culture, that it was un-African, and the influence of Western books. Of course, the stigma is not limited to Nigeria, let alone Africa. In the United States, the word feminist conjures up a variety of images. Bra burnings, mobs of angry, man-hating females, Hillary Clinton's pantsuits, Beyonce's lemonade. Feminist is a polemical term, with people positioning themselves as its vehement opponents or ardent supporters. And while no bras were ever actually burned in the name of feminism, the movement and its supporters have been derided for a century. Adichie explains in the preface to the printed edition of her talk that the word feminist and the idea of feminism itself is limited by stereotypes. So why talk about such an unpopular subject? because she hoped to start a necessary conversation. 
Adichie's writings and speeches contribute to ongoing conversations on intersectionality, or intersectional feminism. A term coined by legal scholar Kimberly Crenshaw, intersectional theory studies social identities and their related systems of oppression, domination, or discrimination. For example, intersectional feminism considers how the experience of an upper-class Black woman may differ from a lower-class white woman. Americana, a novel by Adichie published in 2013, explores these intersections through the story of two lovers who escaped a militarized Nigeria. One moves to the United States, where she confronts her Black identity for the first time. Meanwhile, her lover, unable to join her following immigration restrictions post 9-11, moves to London. This novel, along with others such as Purple Hibiscus and Half of a Yellow Sun, are dialogues Adichie initiates. By asking readers to place themselves in the positions of characters, she forces them to confront the discomforts of sexism and racism, among other issues. Adichie recognizes the role that literature can play in sparking these conversations and eventually in changing culture, which is why she helped found the nonprofit Farafina Trust, which promotes a culture of literary arts in Nigeria through events like writing workshops that she often leads. In a talk she gave in 2009, The Danger of a Single Story, Adichie explains that Stories have been used to dispossess and to malign, but stories can also be used to empower and to humanize. When we reject the single story, when we realize that there is never a single story about any place, we regain a kind of paradise. Her commitment to fundamental human rights for women and men through storytelling earned Adichie a prestigious MacArthur Fellowship, or Genius Grant, in 2008, at the age of 31. Each year, the committee awards over half a million dollars to recipients over five years, celebrating and inspiring their creative potential. The foundation recognized Adichie as a writer of great promise, whose powerful rendering of the Nigerian experience is enlightening audiences both in her homeland and around the world. The Genius Grants remind us that a multiplicity of voices is what makes the United States so unique. We are fortunate to be a country built upon the diversity of our indigenous and immigrant communities. Respecting this diversity not only supports innovation, but more importantly, progress towards equality. We have to allow women a multiplicity. Adichie explained in an interview with the New York Times in 2016, while she argues that men too must be afforded this multiplicity of identities, especially as pertains to the connection of masculinity and male identity, Adichie models how multiplicity is possible for women. Not only has she chosen to no longer be apologetic for her femaleness and femininity, but she has embraced them. Adichie is the current face of Boots makeup brand number seven. She's a fashion icon, embracing bold patterns and colors, infusing elements of her identity into her wardrobe, mixing African prints with Western cuts. Through her personal style, she demonstrates that yes, you can wear lipstick and high heels, still be a respected intellectual and gifted writer, and more importantly, a feminist. These categories are not mutually exclusive. Feminism welcomes a diversity of expressions, a multiplicity of identities, and a fluidity of gender. Now a mother and wife, Adichie continues to expand our conversations about gender inequality. Her newest epistolary book, Dear I Jewel, or A Feminist Manifesto in 15 Suggestions, is a response to a childhood friend's request for how to raise a feminist daughter. 
Through her advice, Adichie reminds us of the importance of redefining what it means to be feminist in the 21st century, in Nigeria, in the United States, in a global community. A feminist is a man or a woman who says, yes, there's a problem with gender as it is today, and we must fix it, we must do better. We teach girls to shrink themselves, to make themselves smaller. We say to girls, you can have ambition, but not too much. You should aim to be successful, but not too successful. Otherwise, you will threaten the man. Because I am female, I'm expected to aspire to marriage. I'm expected to make my life choices, always keeping in mind that marriage is the most important. Now, marriage can be a source of joy and love and mutual support. But why do we teach girls to aspire to marriage and we don't teach boys the same? We raise girls to see each other as competitors, not for jobs or for accomplishments, which I think can be a good thing, but for the attention of men. We teach girls that they cannot be sexual beings in the way that boys are. Feminist, a person who believes in the social, political, and economic equality of the sexes. This has been Death and Numbers, a podcast created and produced by the Humanities Media Project in the College of Liberal Arts at UT Austin and Liberal Arts Instructional Technology Services. We are Amy Viter and Caroline Barda. Notes for the show, including links and photos, can be found on our website, humanitiesmediaproject.org. Our theme music is Enthusiast by Tours. Thank you for listening. Thank you.